Christine Bentley here with Kate Wheeler, and you are listening to What She Said on 105.9 The Region. Today's show is brought to you by Meridian Credit Union. Expecting more for your money, that's wealth esteem. I can't believe I'm saying this, but with winter around the corner, it's time to start thinking about keeping you and your car safe. Mm -hmm. But maintaining your vehicle as you brave the winter months doesn't have to be hard. All you have to do is take a few precautions before the snow falls. And we're going to be joined by Carla Lindsay, the owner of OK Tire in St. George. Now, OK Tire is a full auto service provider, essentially covering everything from the front bumper to the back. And she's here today with five tips to help us protect our vehicle and ourselves, I guess, in the end, from seasonal wear and tear. Now I'm excited for this one because we have Newfoundland native chef Christine Tizard in. She's a spokesperson for the Wild Blueberry Association of North America. She's also known as the Three-Way Chef. That's the name of her YouTube channel, where each week she invites viewers into her kitchen to demonstrate how to cook one ingredient or one recipe three ways. She's bringing in a wild blueberry-inspired dish for us to try, and she'll be telling us about all the health benefits of wild blueberries. Film critic Ann Brody has the latest movie and TV reviews in Saturday Night at the Movies. And if you love to travel and you're looking to save, then having a travel credit card seems like a natural fit. But with so many Mm. different credit cards, how do you pick the right one? Well, personal finance and travel expert Barry Choi will be back to help us answer that question. Now, we're going to have a chat with the star of Becoming Burlesque. It follows the empowering journey of a young Muslim woman uh, from Toronto. She's a mixed-race engineering student, uh, Fatima. She doesn't quite fit in anywhere until she discovers the seductive and liberating world of burlesque. Her brother is sent to bring her back home. Will he also fall prey to the charms of the troop? Will? We'll ask her. Well, we'll try not to give too much away. And closing out the show in our live studio sessions, we have Toronto singer-songwriter Elise Legros, who will be performing Rescue Me live in our studio sessions. And man, oh man, do we have some contests to tell you about. If you're looking for a better brunch, we found it for you at Draco Restaurant. It's inside the brand new Toronto Marriott Markham on Enterprise Boulevard and Christine All my brunch favorites are there. Plus, they have some yummy signature cocktails every Sunday from 10 to 2. You can reserve um, on opentable.ca. But check out this. This is is my version of a 4x4. We're giving away a free brunch for four for the next four weeks. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's on our website, so people want to check that out. But there's more. There's more. There's more. But wait, there's more. There's more. (laughs) We're giving away three of the Bigger Spin prize packs. Now, each pack includes a pair of tickets to the National Women's Show and a $100 OLG lottery gift card. Now, the value of each prize pack is $134. And they also include two $5 coupons each for the OG Big Spin. Right. So that contest is up now on our social media accounts at What She Said Talk. You can follow the directions right there. Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. To contact the show, go to whatshesaidtalk.com. Meridian's three-year Escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. 
Looking for a better brunch? We found it for you at Draco Restaurant, inside the spectacular brand new Toronto Marriott Markham on Enterprise Boulevard. All your delicious brunch favorites, plus signature cocktails, every Sunday from 10 till 2. Take our word for it, you'll love the space and you'll love the food. It's easy to reserve now on opentable.ca or call 905-489-1400. Elevate your brunch, Sundays at Draco. She She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. With winter around the corner, it is time to start thinking about keeping you and your car safe for winter. But maintaining your vehicle as you brave all winter months doesn't have to be difficult. All you have to do is take a few precautions before the snow falls. Joining us now to help us out with all of this is Carla Lindsay, the owner of OK Tire in St. George. Welcome to what she said. Thank you. And thanks for having me. So, OK Tire is a full auto service provider, essentially covering everything from the front bumper to the back. And you're here today with some tips to protect our vehicle from seasonal wear and tear, starting with... A winter tune-up. A tune-up. Yeah, it's okay. a very good idea to get your vehicle in the best condition it can be going into the winter months. And a tune-up's the first way to start that. Lube oil and filter. Mm-hmm. And also check and top up of all the fluids, the coolant, brakes, power steering, uh, washer fluid, all everything, kind of stuff. All, the, all the fluids that need and to be And checking all the things that may, like... Side mirrors and I, I guess windshield yes. wipers and things like Before that. Before you go in, make a note of anything that you've noticed that's maybe mm-hmm. been going on with your vehicle. Any lights that are out, uh, chips in the windshield, and yes, yeah, side mirrors. Anything if your brakes are making any noise, your vehicle's not behaving as it normally should. Make sure to mention that to your mm-hmm. your technicians. My my uh, mechanic um, is a woman. And she uh, always tells me that she worries about belts and hoses because they yes. can react badly the, to cold. The cold weather is really hard on belts and hoses, so you should make sure that your technicians check those out as well while you're having the service done. Now, um, actually, Christine and I were talking about this earlier. We were going to mention tires. You do want to change your tires, but you you were like, what's the temperature? When? Yeah, so I mean, di- I, I, difficult. It's it's hard. You you, you you're trying to find that sweet spot to get to get it done before anybody else is lined up before you can't get in for three weeks but you don't want to drive it when it's warm so we're always afraid of getting a recurrence of some warm Mm -hmm. weather pretty well any time after thanksgiving is you're so now we're we're all good to go we're all good to go a lot of people wait till the first snow and that is such a bad thing to do because Everyone is wanting to get their tires on, and it can just cause such chaos. So anytime after Thanksgiving, and when the temperature is consistently around 7 degrees, like slightly above, slightly below, just 7 degrees is the really kind of marker. Yeah, because That's, I heard if you drive your winter tires over when it's over 10 degrees, it actually damages them. It won't damage them. If it's consistently in the 20s, it will. It The pavement doesn't get hot. If the temperature is 10 degrees, what wears out the tires is the hot pavement. Oh. So even though you can have some days that get to be 17, 18 degrees, the pavement's not getting hot. It's not going to wear your tires out. Okay. If it is very warm for a long period of time, it can. Okay, now I heard something the other day that I have never heard of before. And because I've never heard of it, I'm going to assume somebody else out there hasn't heard of this. But filling your tires with nitrogen in the winter is better than regular air? Nitrogen prevents the pressure fluctuation. So it just keeps your tires at a more even pressure, which is really great for fuel economy. I don't know if you've ever ridden a bicycle or Mm -hmm. pulled a wagon with a flat tire, Mm. and it's a lot harder to pedal, a lot harder to move. Same as your tires. If they're low in pressure, it's a lot harder for your vehicle to perform well. Where do you get nitrogen? 
At any garage. They most garages have, have you nitrogen. Ever, ever heard of has anybody ever said to you, Do you want nitrogen in your winter tires this year? It's never come up. And the way you can tell if you have nitrogen in your tires is they will have a green valve cap on them. No I, d- I don't think I have them. So yeah. it's it's an investment. It, I, it, I guess it would all vary on different areas. I know at my shop it's $10 per tire okay. because you purchase the tanks, same as you do oxygen and acetylene. It's the nitrogen tanks to fill the tires. But what, but then what happens if, if your tire gets low and you, you can't can, just go and top it up anywhere? Air is... 80% mm-hmm. nitrogen. like it, So it's not going to hurt it. It's not going to hurt it if you top up with air and need a little here or there. But if you are losing pressure, then there's obviously something wrong with the tire. So when you get it fixed, they can top it up with the nitrogen as well. But if you're on the road and in an emergency situation and need to top it up, air is fine. Battery. Battery check. Yes, they do. The cold is terrible for your battery, and mm-hmm. nobody wants to get stranded without a car starting and it's frigid outside. Mm-mm. So, number one, you need your emergency kit, which will have booster cables in it. But you should also have that checked on the connections, cleanliness, and no corrosion. Mm-hmm. And if you batteries typically last about five years, and if you don't remember the last time you've changed your battery, it's probably time to do so. But there are tests. The garage can also test the cranking amps of the battery. Wiper blades and washer fluid. It's always a good time. I'm terrible with my wiper blades. I know I need them in the spring because I turn the wiper on when there's ice on the screen. I know I shouldn't well, do I that, new but car, I do that. So I think this year I'm okay. I'm the worst person to talk to about that because I change mine. They they make fun of me at work because I'm always pulling it in. And as soon as there's the least little smear, I pull in the garage and say, I need new wiper blades. I, well, it's such a safety issue being able to clearly see out your windshield. Mm-hmm. And if your windshield wipers aren't performing well, then... The winter ones are aerodynamically designed to uh, not lift in the winds, and they also will prevent ice and snow buildup. So they're a good investment to make. And But being able to see is key to safety. And in the winter, you want to wash your fluid um, that's able to go down to low temperatures. Right? Correct. Okay. Right. Now, you mentioned um, an emergency kit, and you brought us a little one. I was going to go through it. So in there, this is, I definitely need new jumper cables. That's a must. You've got some... I don't even have any. Some glo- so this yeah, is yeah, great. Yeah, do now. I do. <laughs> uh, some gloves, yes. because it's cold out there. And now what are these? We've got two different screwdrivers, some tape... And uh, I guess that's a pressure gauge. It is a tire pressure gauge. So the tape and the screwdrivers. I'm not sure why <laughs> you would need those. Just but in case. Just in case. So, but you Maybe all- the screwdrivers, um, typically all wheels will have special lug nuts to right, take right, them right. off. But you never know. You might need them to take the hubcap off if you mm-hmm. have hubcaps or so center caps. You also say that, that you, this is very basic. You also it's basic. Other, other things you want. So, For a winter survival kit, you Mm -hmm. should pack some non-perishable foods, bottled water, make sure you have warm clothing or blanket, Mm -hmm. um, flashlight with extra batteries, Mm -hmm. and flares, matches, those hot paws things, those would be I have um, a candle that comes in a tin. Perfect. And if you turn, it's a beeswax, so it's like safe. If you turn the top of the tin over, it's got a little stand so that you could melt some snow oh, and get, get water. water. It's, yeah, it's a, it's lovely. It's a, a, a lovely thing. I gave it to all my nieces and nephews, you know, put one in their stocking every year, just in case. Yeah. Because apparently that can keep you alive if you're buried in the snow overnight. Where did you get that? I should do that for oh, Christmas too. I'll get you one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Kitty litter and shovel. I know it can get a little bulky in your trunk, mm-hmm. but... If you're driving any distances, it's better to be safe than sorry. And you should check those batteries that you've got for your flashlight because, of course, the cold yes. will affect the batteries, yes. right? And a car charger, phone charger. A phone charger. That's a brilliant idea as well. So now, 
it doesn't have to be driving smart and staying safe doesn't have to be difficult. And OK Tire certified technician can help drivers stay up to date with their vehicle care, getting it on track for winter. And as you said, a phone charger can go a long way. I tend to carry, you you do too, carry one of those little uh, boosters, you know, the, um, the charger packs. What's yours called that you have on your phone? The extra charge? Well, now I've got the Mophie. A Mophie, right. But I can charge it in the car, right? Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah. But I also have a, a, an external a portable one. one. Mm-hmm. A portable one. Mm-hmm. So how... It has four charges, so... Okay, so... You've been around since 1953. You've got 300 locations in 10 provinces. Carla, where can people find OK Tire online? They can find us at uh, www.oktire.com, uh, Twitter at OK Tire, and also on Facebook. That's so. awesome. Thanks for coming in. And thank you very much for our Yes, I know. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's been great. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Dear Diary, it's day 15 and I still can't seem to figure it out. How can Hill Street's alcohol-free beer and wine taste so good? A, they've invented a new undetectable alcohol. B, they're straight up lying to us. Or C, they're wizards and each drink is infused with the blood of dragons! I think I'm onto something. Hill Street Beverages. 0% alcohol, 100% taste. Available at fine retailers across Canada and at hillstreetbeverages.com. Looking for a better brunch? We found it for you at Draco Restaurant, inside the spectacular brand new Toronto Marriott Markham on Enterprise Boulevard. All your delicious brunch favorites, plus signature cocktails, every Sunday from 10 till 2. Take our word for it, you'll love the space and you'll love the food. It's easy to reserve now on opentable.ca or call 905-489-1400. Elevate your brunch, Sundays at Draco. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Joining us now in studio is Newfoundland native and lifelong lover of wild blueberries, Chef Christine Tizard, also known as the Three-Way Chef. That's the name of her YouTube channel where each week she invites viewers into her kitchen to demonstrate how to cook one ingredient or one recipe three different ways. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I'm really glad this Christine explained why the title is called Three Way Chef. (laughs) Do you get a whole lot of questions on that? Um, No, actually, I don't. Uh, It's only Kate's dirty mind. It is a play on words. That's for sure. Um, (laughs) But but I mean, wasn't wasn't there a famous chef called the Naked Chef for a long time? There sure was. There you go. Absolutely. (laughs) So during the winter months, you like to dig into your supply of fruits and veggies that were picked and frozen at the height of the harvest season, including wild blueberries. Did we get that right? Yes, wild blueberries is my favorite. You can freeze them? Oh my gosh. Actually, most fruits and Mm. some vegetables, I'm not going to say all vegetables, but they're picked at the um, height of the season, right? So they're picked when they're perfectly ripe, which is when they're most nutritious, and they're frozen within 24 hours, uh, IQF. So flash frozen, and that seals in all of the nutrients. And those nutrients can be frozen in your freezer um, for months. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wild blueberries, uh, there's some research behind it that the nutritional value even stays for up to a year. Um, I actually just finished reading this really 
I, I read food books, um, you know, like romance novels type of thing. I'm just like voraciously read food, anything to do with food research and nutrients and cookbooks and all that kind of stuff. I just finished reading this book called Eating on the Wild Side. And um, one of the things um, that was mentioned in this book um, was that wild blueberries actually gain their nutritional value once they're cooked. Most other berries and most other fruits and vegetables, we know as you cook them, the nutritional value de- depletes. But the nu- something about the phytonutrients in the blueberries, when they're cooked, they get all shaken up mm-hmm. and they're actually better for you. So this is why I brought you some blueberry yes, tarts. Yes, you did. <laughs> or as you called them, booberry. My booberry tarts, yes, because it is October and, you know, I was walking around the neighborhood uh, yesterday and, you know, you, it's like crisp and fall and there's pumpkins everywhere. And yeah, so I got a little bit inspired to make some spooky little, <laughs> little so tarts. So you're saying that the nutritional value stays mm-hmm. um, now that you've cooked them. They're actually even healthier for you. <laughs> healthier, but I'm hoping you're going to tell us they need to be eaten within half an hour or two minutes. <laughs> They need to be eaten immediately, Immediately. right away. (laughs) No, no. So what are some of the health benefits of wild blueberries? Um, Well, the thing about the the blueberries is um, is their color, right? So they're blue. Uh, They're actually not blue. No. They're actually not blue. It's, more, it's actually purple or cyan, like what, they, what they call. Yeah. Um, and the nutritional value is actually held mostly in their skins because mm-hmm. that's where all the blue pigment is. Um, and that uh, blue pigment and the nutritional value translates. I mean, I'm not a, a food scientist. I wish I was, actually. I want to go back to school and learn, learn food science. But it's in the anthocyanin part. So... There has been research out there that has been done to show that they are um, better for you than conventional or commercial blueberries uh, because they're wild. So there's not a lot of food, um, fruit, vegetables out there that are still considered wild. They've been hybridized and made better and all of those type of things that we've been doing to 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 you know make farming easier and and like have, making square watermelons yes exactly so we have all that perfect look looking fruit you know when we go to the grocery store but wild blueberries they haven't been Oh, I was about to swear. They haven't been screwed around. <laughs> we got what you meant. Yeah. Um, so they're still growing, growing wild, which is great. So, um, and they're really, really, really hardy, right? So the research behind it is that they're they've they've done studies about how um, these nutrients have um, done things for diabetes. They've done things for Alzheimer's. They've done things for um, you know um, heart um, and, and all of those those those. Um, my my words aren't working, but heart health right. basically. Um, so so yeah, they're great in that way. Well, you are absolutely passionate <laughs> about wild blueberries, so no surprise that you have teamed up with the Wild Blueberry Association of North America. Um, is there a danger that we are going that we're encroaching on wild blueberry territory that we need to do something to make sure that we always have this resource? Um, not that I'm aware of. I mean, I know that this year, for example, um, the wild blueberry crop wasn't very good, and it was because of the weather. Mm-hmm. The weather weather is changing, and and climate change is going to affect you know everything all over the world. So it'll probably at some point in time affect the the wild blueberry producers. Um, so I. I think that, I mean, when I talk with the Wild Blueberry Association um, this year and we there were people wondering, oh, are there going to be enough wild blueberries, you know, to go around type of thing? People were, you know, um, but yes, so far everything's been good, you know, um, weather I think is the biggest obstacle. But the, the great thing is that they, the producers freeze so much of the product because they're, I mean, they're only harvested for a very, very, very short period of time. So there's mm-hmm. only so much you can fresh, sell fresh or ship fresh. So freezing it, I think, is probably um, one of the, the better ways to keep these these wild blueberry producers going and supporting the industry. Now, most people think of blueberry pie, but mm-hmm. but you have a whole range of ways that people can incorporate wild blueberries into their in, menu yes. including blueberry pierogies oh yes my, my i love my blueberry pierogies um <laughs> <laughs> so um on the website uh the wild blueberry association.ca is the uh, canadian one the american one is the uh, wildblueberry.com they have so many wild blueberry recipes so if you're ever looking for anything mm-hmm. you have some frozen wild blueberries in your in your freezer you want to whip something up there's a plethora of like 
recipes out there. I always have them frozen in my freezer, so I'm always looking for ways to throw them in things. So uh, you want to start thinking savory too. Like I make a wild blueberry barbecue sauce with them. I throw them in sauces um, and even stews sometimes. If I have like a really, really hearty, beefy stew that sometimes you might want to add a little mm-hmm. bit of a sweetness to it, like a handful of frozen wild blueberries in there, why not? Um, I do little uh, turkey meatballs and I throw some wild blueberries really? in there. Yeah, really, really, really nice. Um, I had some dry ones, I like to throw them into a salad. Yes, that's another another way you can buy them. You can buy them uh, dehydrated or dried mm-hmm. in um, like, you know, bulk food stores, mm-hmm. grocery stores, things like that. And that's an easy way to throw them in. But I've even thrown them on salads, like just thawed out quickly oh, right from, from, the, from the freezer and just throw them into like a quinoa salad or something like that. I think the first, I mean, the biggest difference to me is the size of them. They're so tiny. Uh, almost half the size. Of, a, of yeah. what you think uh, yeah. of as a normal blueberry. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so there's that. Now, we also want to talk about your book. Oh. Um, you are the author of the critically acclaimed cookbook, <laughs> Honest <laughs> to Goodness, so which I have right here. Um, and it is Recipes for the Everyday Home Cook. It was recently shortlisted for a Taste Canada Award yes. for the Health and Special Diet Cookbooks category. So what kind of recipes will people find in here? So these are recipes that I cook at home, you know, every day from, I mean, I have kids too, so um, my kids are like... They're teenagers now. So um, I've been through kind of the realm of like cooking from, you know, from the younger years to the teenage years. But they're they're recipes that I've adapted to um, to basically try to please my family when they sit down for dinner, which is always really, really hard. But also, if I'm going to cook dinner, I want to make sure I'm I'm using the right things and I'm incorporating as much nutritional value into the meal. So there's lots of substitutions in there. There's lots of gluten-free recipes in there. It's There's lots of vegetable, uh, like, like vegetable first, I guess, recipes, vegan recipes in there. So I also know there's so many food allergies out there as a parent and kids going to school, things like that. I wanted to kind of pack as as much as I, I could about what I've learned cooking at home and being a chef and food stylist into the book so I could share with everyone. Well, and the uh, the, the, the association has very kindly made up a gift yes, bag we for have. one of our lucky uh, listeners. Um, this will be all up on our social media sites at What She Said Talk. It includes a copy of the book and some blueberry juice and some other goodies that I haven't got to now <laughs> at the bottom of the bag. But do you have is there is there a special place people can find your specific blueberry recipes? Um, so yes, if you um, there's some of the recipes I've shared actually on the Wild Blueberry right. Association's website, which is great. Um, I have my uh, my website, which is www.christinetizzard.com. I have my uh, YouTube channel, and I did a, a frozen wild blueberries three ways. Um, so you can find me on YouTube, the Three Way Chef, uh, and you know all my socials which is my name pretty much Christine, Christine Tizzard. Tizzard. Yeah. yeah Tizzard's a good one you can yeah. use cuz that that that's yeah. probably not as common as it this is fabulous and thank you very much we've got some Wild blueberry granola yes yeah Treat. That's awesome mm-hmm. thank you so much oh, for no, joining oh thank you for having me What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Meridian's three-year escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, Excuse me, everyone. Now that I've discovered Hill Street's alcohol-free beer and wine, I've decided never to settle for anything less than the best. Linda, I will no longer eat your home-cooked lasagna. Dave, put your guitar away. You're terrible. And Janet, I'm leaving you. That's all. Please continue the funeral service. Hill Street Beverages. 0% alcohol, 100% taste. Don't settle for anything less. Available at fine retailers across Canada and at hillstreetbeverages.com. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. 
Saturday night at eight o'clock. I know where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick my baby up and take her to the picture show. Enjoying this out for Saturday night at the movies is our film critic Ann Brody, and we're starting off today with Shark Water Extinction, a no holds barred investigation into the mysterious disappearance of 90%. 90% of the world's 90%. sharks? 90%. Wow. 90%. Uh, nobody knew what was happening to them, whether it was climate change or, or um, disease or something. He followed it up through this film, the sequel to that film, Sharkwater Extinction, and discovered that they're being secretly slaughtered in various parts of the world, most particularly Costa Rica, for their fins. And of course, fins are the uh, an aphrodisiac in Chinese er- herbalism. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not really an herb, is it? <laughs> medicine, medicine. Okay, uh, yeah, so it's very powerful film, and of course, Rob died while making it, and uh, it's just it's a beautiful tribute to him, and he actually shot enough material. Sterla Gunnarsson, who's a famous Toronto-based director, put it together. He assembled it. Uh, just amazing, a real legacy mm-hmm. that Rob has. I wouldn't have thought that I would feel feel bad for sharks, but now I do. Yeah, you should. He swam. He's been. He swam with them since he was a child. Yeah, it was never attacked, never bitten. So, uh, beautiful boy, starring <gasps> Timothy Chalamet, a beautiful boy. Oh, a beautiful boy! But boy, does he transform in this film. He plays. It's a true story of a drug addict, a teenage drug addict, based on the memoir written by the father, played by Steve Carell, and another memo uh, memoir written by the son, which is the character Timothy plays. He's sober now, eight years, but for a decade or more, he terrorized his family. He went in and out of rehab. He committed to changing, to getting off the drugs, and never meant it. It was a serious problem. Carell, who plays the father, um, actually took the drugs that he was taking just to find out what the lure was. Um, so, you know, it's a beautifully made film. It's really hard-hitting. It's hard to watch, especially as you see Chalamet just transform into this hmm. homeless beggar. Um, you know, a big lesson for all. <laughs> Don't start. <laughs> Jamie Lee. <laughs> On marijuana day. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. Back. Yes. Getting her revenge. Uh, 40 years ago, I think it was. Yeah, 40 years. Yeah. Halloween. Wow. Halloween came out. She's Laurie Strode. She was uh, babysitting. And Mike Myers, who we found out. Not Mike Myers. Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And this awful mask was terrorizing her. And it was the origin of this particular genre of horror film, which has lasted all these years. So she was traumatized. Eventually, over eight films, he was caught (laughs) and put in jail. So in this film, he's due for release. Uh Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And and Jamie's Mm. waiting for him? With a shotgun. Good. <laughs> I love this That's next all one. I'll say about that. Yeah. The Oath. I l- oh, yeah. It's a thriller, right? Tiffany Haddish? It's a Haddish? thriller. Tiffany Haddish, yeah. great comedian, plays a very dramatic role. This family gets together from opposite ends of the political spectrum, except for the, the husband who, who, whose home it is. The government, which is a simil- sort of a fascist government, how funny, in suburban USA, uh, they everyone is being forced to sign the Patriots Oath. Ooh. They don't have to because it's a democracy, but you must. Okay. So he enters into a long argument with family members about this. Someone reports him. The police come to get him, and absolute mayhem. It just it goes like this. Fantastic fun. Fantastic. Wow. Um, Rupert Everett in the Happy Prince. That's. The story of Oscar Wilde? His final few years. Okay. Yeah, very depressing stuff. Mm. Of course, we all know what, what happened to him. Mm-hmm. He was a pariah. He was, um, you know, discovered to be homosexual. It was a hard thing to say, but uh, he lost everything. He was shunned from the society that absolutely adored him. He was the most famous man in London. So he moved to Dieppe, of all places, and led his an openly gay life there. And um, he paid his lovers. Uh, 
But, you know, it, there's this whole sense of decay around this film. Everything's dusty. Everything's somber. Everything's, like, too much. And it, it gives you a sense of, of uh, decay and, and the ruin that he faced. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will tell you that the wallpaper joke is well played. Okay. All right. So what else do we have on your must-watch list today? You, you like the, the, a Danish film, The Guilty. It's very powerful. It's going, it's going to be remade into an American film. So it's about a, a 911 uh, call receiver. What do you call them? police person who's doing extra duty Mm -hmm. so he gets a call from a woman who says she's being kidnapped um and she says her children are home alone and would they please check and and here she is she can't speak to him she's on the phone with her kidnapper um but she's speaking in code so she's not discovered and turns out none of the stories line up he calls the the kidnapper he calls the children so there's something really fishy going on it's really intense. It takes place in one room, much like this, for the whole thing. So dramatic. Very, very good. Wow. And there'll be much more, of course, um, more. on our website. That's right. where you can find all Anne's reviews, all kinds of other stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Connect with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler at WhatSheSaidTalk.com. If you love to travel and you're looking to save, then having a travel credit card seems like a natural fit. But with so many different credit cards out there, how do you pick the right one? Well, personal finance and travel expert Barry Choi is back to explain what you should look for and what one of the best offers on the market is right now. Welcome, Barry. Thanks. Thanks for having me. With winter coming, everybody wants to know about (laughs) travel. Points. This is the time to think about it, right? So what is the first thing people should look for when applying for a travel credit card? Yeah, so the assumption here is everyone's looking for something new. Like sometimes you get stuck with using your old card. It may not be the best benefit. So usually what I look for first is the sign-up bonus. Every bank or credit card provider is trying to get your business, so they're offering generous bonuses. Uh, at the bare minimum, you got to figure out what the points are worth. So I say if the sign-up bonus is worth at least $200, you're probably – ahead of the game because, you know, you got to factor in the annual fee, which may be anywhere $100, $150. Mm-hmm. But there are all the other things to consider, like the multipliers. Do you get extra points when you're shopping on gas, groceries? And what are you earning with your everyday purchases? And, and how easy is it to redeem, to redeem points? Well, well, that's exactly it. Do you remember the days when they had blackouts? Like, you know, there are three seats on a plane and there's five of yeah, you. So that's how do you book? Yeah, that's still a big problem these days because some airlines will say, hey, you know what? You collect our points, but there's only three seats available for loyalty. So what's the point? So some people prefer credit cards where you have flexibility. You can just book whatever travel you want mm-hmm. and then you redeem your points after. Because if you don't have that flexibility, you could have thousands, millions of points and never be able to use them. And what's the point of that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what other things should people look for? You know, again, if you're thinking about travel credit cards, one big thing is travel insurance, right? No travel insurance policy is the same. So you got to figure out what kind of emergency medical insurance. You get trip cancellation, baggage, motel, car insurance, car rental insurance. Again, remember, this is an insurance policy we're talking about. So before you even sign up, you got to read the details because, you know, the last thing you want to do is get into an accident or need to make a travel expense claim and all of a sudden realize that you're not qualified for whatever reason. Uh, there's other things like, you know, lounge access. I love to travel and I like, you know, airport lounge access. It's a, you know, to be honest, it's like an extra benefit that's not necessary. I just happen to like it. So you always want to see. <laughs> you see the smile on his yeah, face. Yeah, I know. He likes the see, lounge. I don't, I don't <laughs> care about the lounge, but the annual fee I do care about. Yeah, so the annual fee is another big thing. The nice thing is a lot of credit cards offer the first year free. So it's a nice way to test out that credit card, right? So you can figure out, hey, am I actually using these benefits? Am I actually getting the points to make it worthwhile? So if you're spending $120 annually on a fee, you want to make sure that you're getting $120 back in value, right? Right. So what do you like what do you like that's out there right now because as you said they do change. Yeah, so right now CIBC just announced a huge promo. It's not even a promo, it's an ongoing thing. So if you sign up for the CIBC Visa Infinite Adventure card, basically what you get is you get 15,000 points, which is worth $150 right away, right? Right. But you also get another $100 travel credit when you book through their travel agency. What I like about that is it's a full-service agency. So again, we're talking about those points and blackout dates. You don't need to worry about that. But the new benefits that they introduced are really exciting. It's like, uh, number one, you get four airport lounge access, right? So which is great. Get that included. Get mobile device insurance. 
up to a thousand dollars. So that's what does really, that mean if you lose your phone? Pretty much exactly right. So it's just an included benefit. The first from the big five banks. Uh, it's not really a common thing. It was big in the U.S., so it's nice to see it finally come to Canada. And one nice thing I like is a uh, hundred dollar rebate on Nexus every four years. The funny thing about that is Nexus is good for every five years. So technically speaking, you, if you travel a lot, you get the Nexus for free ongoing as long as you hold the card. So to me, that's a lot of value. That's good. Now we we, we talked a little bit about the ease of use w- with your points. So how mm-hmm. how does does this make it any easier? Can you? Pick and choose what you do? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. With CIBC's program, is, so you have a few options. You can book directly through their the travel, travel port portal, which is, well, travel portal first if you prefer not to talk to someone. Ah, right? okay. But what many people don't realize is CIBC's travel assistance program is a full service travel agency. So essentially, you can book, you can call them and say, hey, I'm looking for this and this, and they'll book it for you, and you can use your points. So even if you're looking for attraction tickets uh, at certain places that can be booked through online, they can book that for you. So not, it's not just flights and hotels. Sometimes you can get a lot other travel expenses covered with your points. Okay. Mm. So um, you still have to pay your bills on time, though, <laughs> even though it's a travel you credit know, card, As right? much as I love to talk about points, that's the most important thing. People don't realize that, hey, you're going to be paying interest if you're not paying your bills on time. So always pay your bills on time and in full because it doesn't matter how many points you're earning. If you're paying, you know, 20% interest, it's never going to be worth it. Mm. Yeah. So, but but is it? I mean, a lot of people have said, "Well, I don't know if I want to pay the the fee mm-hmm. um, because I may not be traveling that much." Is there any way to sort of like make sure that you're you are covering at least that fee? Yeah. So usually the way, look at it, say you travel once. Think about it this way: you travel one time. You you were to buy your buy your own travel insurance policy. That's about a hundred dollars right there. Right? right. So even your your airport lounge access, what people don't realize is you need a membership first. That's ninety nine mm-hmm. US dollars a year, and then you pay thirty two dollars each time for a visit. So again, if you even travel once, you're making your, your money back right away. Right, mm-hmm. That's the way I like to look. And But you're right. If you don't travel on a regular basis, you probably don't want to travel with a credit card. Right? You might, or you know, might want to look at a cashback credit card or something else. Or you might want to look at a travel credit card that has no annual fee. Just understand that when you don't have an annual fee, you don't get as many benefits. What is the annual fee for this one? Uh, the first year is free for CIBC Visa yeah. Adventure Card, but normally it's $120 after. Yeah, pretty comparable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's what I, I think annual fees. People get obsessed with paying it, and I understand. I don't like paying fees, right? Like, why would you yeah. pay a fee? But to me, I understand value, and I know what I'm getting with uh, yeah. these credit cards. Like, okay, that's worth $120. Yeah, see, I don't feel bad about paying it because I don't pay any interest because I always pay well, off everything. Well, well, I've never paid one cent in well, interest. Well, you're not paying any interest. Ever. They're paying I've you. I've never. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I figure... Well, if you want to learn more about uh, travel credit cards, uh, you can check out tips on Barry's blog. It's at moneywehave.com, or you can find him on Twitter at Barry Troy. Yep. All right. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> Anytime. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Dear Diary, it's day 15 and I still can't seem to figure it out. How can Hill Street's alcohol-free beer and wine taste so good? A. They've invented a new undetectable alcohol. B. They're straight up lying to us. Or C. They're wizards and each drink is infused with the blood of dragons! I think I'm onto something. Hill Street Beverages. 0% alcohol, 100% taste. Available at fine retailers across Canada and at hillstreetbeverages.com. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Joining us now by phone is Shiva Nagar, the star of Becoming Burlesque, which follows the empowering journey of a young Muslim woman, Fatima. A Toronto-born mixed-race engineering student, Fatima doesn't quite fit in anywhere until she discovers the seductive and liberating world of burlesque. Welcome to the show, Shiva. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> now, we know you from American Assassin, where you starred alongside Michael Keaton, and now we have Becoming yeah. Burlesque. And when Fatima's yeah. family neither understands nor approves, she has to reconcile her old self with her new self. So tell our listeners more about the film and a little bit about what Fatima goes through. Um, yes, um, this is actually, it's very... Um, inspiring story and I, I love 
the fact that Jackie English sort of uh, decided to combine two very different cultures. I mean, <laughs> you know, there's she's uh, comes from a traditional family. You know, her um, family from her father's side. They're all religious. They're Muslim. They're, they have their faith, and she also practices. Um, the religion and she has the hijab and everything and she sort of is you know going through something that a lot of uh, people those ages including myself go through and just trying to find herself and find her identity and where she sort of fits in and she doesn't quite feel like she fits in within the family uh, or even her friends and and she sort of finds her calling in this other completely extremely different community of burlesque uh, with these beautiful talented burlesque dancers and um, it's the challenge of uh, trying to fit that into her family's traditional beliefs and values and her faith and uh, and you know the whole uh, misconception about uh, burlesque is also um, exposed in the film and you know, she's putting hijab on, but then, you know, in burlesque, they're sort of taking layers off on the stage. <laughs> so it's a big, uh, it's a big thing to bring in and try to um, uh, have it fit with her current situation and her family. So it's very interesting to watch. <laughs> Did you know much about the burlesque world before making the film? No, no, I actually had no clue. I, I mean, I, I can relate sort of. Uh, from the other end, because I am Middle Eastern myself, so I come from a Middle Eastern background. My family was not as strict as the character, per se, but I can sort of relate to that and, you know, the traditional uh, view on life and the social norms and all that. But when it came to burlesque, I sort of just had a general idea of, you know, what you see in the media, on in the movies, or in the movie burlesque with Cher and so I sort of, but I didn't exactly know what it was. So it really um, helped when uh, Jackie English, the writer and director of the film, uh, I sat down with her and she sort of told me about it. And the big eye opener for me was when we took a trip down to Vegas uh, to Burlesque Hall of Fame, which is this annual thing that happens every year in Vegas. And it's like a big competition, uh, thousands of people and all these icons signing autographs and it's sort of that's when I was like oh wow like it's this amazing form of art that I had not no idea about and then and it's just this freedom uh, on stage you know where you're not limited or restricted by anything and or judged by anything and you're just um celebrated basically so um, that was very, it was really beautiful and amazing to see that, that whole burlesque Hall of Fame show. Well, while the film explores the commonality between two seemingly disparate, uh, disparate cultures, Muslim hijab mm-hmm. tradition and the art of burlesque teas, and both are misunderstood, and, and we know that, but both use the covering and the revealing of the female form to really affect uh, a woman's personal power. Do you agree? I I mean, yeah, in a way I, I do because, I mean, I learned myself even, I and mean, this was a, a personal journey as well, you know, playing this character and, and getting to know these uh, beautiful, talented burlesque dancer that I got to work with in the film. And, I mean, I somehow somewhat had this, similarity between the main character as well in in opposed to what the dancers they were so comfortable being themselves wearing whatever they were wearing even if it was you know just a sheer thing or a pasties and underwear and they were so comfortable in their own skin and they just owned it and it was very liberating to watch that and and um and I admired them for that because I personally am not like that. I felt uncomfortable with certain <laughs> outfits that I had to wear for the film. And, you know, in between takes, I always had my wardrobe stylist the rope so I could just cover up right away. So it's kind of like, you know, you're sort of raised that way. And, and I love the fact that they were so not like that. And they, 
were comfortable no matter who was in the room. Uh, and it was very powerful. Definitely. Well, it sounds like you were sort of almost having the same issues as your character, kind of facing the challenge of staying true to yourself um, amidst family expectations and social stigma. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I sort of, <laughs> like, on set, and even if, uh, aside from just that story, I mean, I sort of relate to it because I got into acting uh, myself, and I was the only one in the family who got into acting, and I had to really fight against my family's wishes and, and, and their sort of beliefs and what their expectation was of me. Um, and I kind of became this rebel and just followed my passion and, and what I felt right was right for me. So, yeah, I can definitely relate to that <laughs> even myself and, and, and even on set, yes, with all the, the clothing and, and, and sort of, I mean, I... I don't cover up. I don't wear a hijab like the character, but I not as extreme as, but, but yeah, I can definitely relate to her for sure. So let me ask you: When you told your family that you were going to play in this movie, what, what was the reaction? Oh my god! I mean, I mean, thank God they, you know, they uh, are they understand. I've been doing this. I've been acting for years, but. Um, I didn't exactly explain the details uh. of what I have to go through. <laughs> my mom did watch the film. She loved it. Um, my my dad hasn't watched the film, and he and I and he likely you know, never he will. That he <laughs> it's okay, Dad. You can watch the next one. <laughs> so, what do you hope that people take away from the movie? Honestly, I I I want to I want to inspire. I always want to inspire people and. Um, and it's not just necessarily about specifically the burlesque community and the, the Muslim religion. Yes, those are very two extreme cultures, and it does shed a light on a completely different perspective and the misconceptions out there. So it's very educating. But at the same time, you know, if you don't feel like you fit in somewhere and you want to do something and follow your heart, this is a very powerful, inspiring story for any young girl who, who wants to follow um, and go where where she belongs and fight for it. So um, I think there's a lot you could take away from that. And self-confidence, which many of us, uh, even much older than young, uh, than than the age of this girl in this character, in this movie, uh, lack. You know, we, we worry about what other people think, and it's really about being true to yourself. Yeah. yeah. So it was... Yeah, it's very difficult. Yeah. Definitely. Now, so it was shot in Toronto. It was definitely a treat for dance lovers. Um, and it is now playing at the Carlton Cinema in Toronto. And there will be theatrical engagements in Toronto, Whitby and Canada coming up. Uh, where can people connect with you on social media, Shiva? Um, I'm everywhere. <laughs> um, Instagram, Instagram mainly. It's basically my full name, Shiva Nagar, but there's a the on it. So the Shiva Nagar. Mm-hmm. And um, I have all the updates and, you know, all the posts and I make sure I have all the announcements and all the different theatrical release all over the world. So um, and I'm also on Twitter, same name, Bashiva Nagar. Um, and yeah, and I love connecting with the fans and see what they think of the film. That's great. Thank you so much for talking to us today and uh, good luck. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Meridian's three-year escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, Excuse me, everyone. Now that I've discovered Hill Street's alcohol-free beer and wine, I've decided never to settle for anything less than the best. Linda, I will no longer eat your home-cooked lasagna. Dave, put your guitar away. You're terrible. And Janet, I'm leaving you. (laughs) 
That's all. Please continue the funeral service. Hill Street Beverages. 0% alcohol, 100% taste. Don't settle for anything less. Available at fine retailers across Canada and at hillstreetbeverages.com. Looking for a better brunch? We found it for you at Draco Restaurant, inside the spectacular brand new Toronto Marriott Markham on Enterprise Boulevard. All your delicious brunch favorites, plus signature cocktails, every Sunday from 10 till 2. Take our word for it, you'll love the space and you'll love the food. It's easy to reserve now on opentable.ca or call 905-489-1400. Elevate your brunch, Sundays at Draco. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said, she's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Listening to is Going Back Where I Belong by Toronto singer-songwriter Elise Legros, who joins us now in studio. Welcome to What She Said. Thanks for having me. Now, you recently released your album Playing Chess, which features songs from the iconic chess records catalog that's Etta James, Bo Diddley, Chuck Berry. Tell us more about that. Well, I've been enamored with music from this era since I was a young girl, and um, and this record really gave me an opportunity to to delve very deeply uh, into the chess catalog. And many people are familiar with with the big hits, uh, "Rescue Me" and uh, Chuck Berry's "You Never Can Tell." Uh, mm-hmm. But there are songs like "Going Back Where I Belong" that some people have never heard, and so this was a chance to bring some of those songs to light. And were the that. You were just on tour in London and Germany. So how were people responding to this? Uh, it was really great. Yeah, um, we, we've seemed to be having uh, quite a lot of success over in Europe. That's cool. Um, we should also tell people, ask them where they can find your music specifically. That's right. Uh, so EliseLegro.com is always a good place to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, uh, Spotify and Apple Music and iTunes and all the other normal music outlets. So Elise Legro would be where they could find out where you're touring over the next six months or whatever. Exactly. EliseLegro.com or um, Elise Legro on uh, Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. That sounds great. What are you working on now? So I'm already busy at work on the next album, which is my original material. And a lot of people here are playing chess and they wonder... Uh, since these songs have have been recorded and written by by other artists, uh, what I have up my sleeve, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so so the next record will sort of be the answer to that question, and uh, will feature uh, exclusively my original material. Do you so. enjoy performing your originals, or do you like the covers? You know, I've been singing other people's music my entire life. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with singing first, mm-hmm. uh, really, since you know I was two years old. So. Um, uh, songwriting uh, came a little later to me, and so really, I just I just want to sing. And if if they're my songs, great. And uh, if they're these classic songs, great too. <laughs> well, she's going to be singing. Absolutely. Uh, we want to thank you for singing for us in just a moment. Uh, but that is our show for today. We'll be back again tomorrow at noon on 105.9 The Region. And singing us out now, here is Elise Legro, accompanied by Jeff Eager on guitar, performing "Rescue Me." Oh, take me in your arms, rescue me I want your tender charm Cause I'm lonely and I'm blue I need you and your love too Come on and rescue me Come on baby and rescue me Come on baby and rescue me Cause I need you by my side Come on and take my heart Take your love and conquer every part Cause I'm lonely and I'm blue I need you and your love too Come on and rescue me Come on baby and rescue me Come on baby and rescue me 
your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.